Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Thank you so much. Good evening, everyone, in person and on Zoom. We want to uh, welcome you to this session, What is New with Braille at HumanWare? So this is going to be a very exciting session, and we have lots to go over. So um, I am Rachel Feinberg, the West Region Blindness Product Specialist for HumanWare. I'm joined by my exquisite colleagues, Kevin Hughes. He is the Western Region Sales Manager. And Chris Ann Cunningham, who also works in our territory on inside sales. So we have a fantastic team here. Happy 4th of July. And happy 4th of July. See, the session is early enough that you guys can still catch some fireworks, even in the Eastern time zone. So thank you guys again for being here, and we are going to cover quite a lot in this session. We're going to start out with the BrailleNote Touch Plus, what is new as we came out with an update not too long ago, and then we will transition over to the Brilliant uh, Braille displays. We will be working with the Brilliant BI40X, and we're going to talk about what's new, and we're going to also show what is coming. All right, friends, neighbors, and those in person on Zoom, let's get this party started. So the BrailleNote Touch Plus, uh, this is our flagship note taker. So this runs Android. It also runs Keysoft as the accompanying Braille first interface for this device. So we believe in shortcuts and efficiency and productivity. And some of the new things that we want to jump into are from this update that was released at the end of April of this year. The first thing that we are going to look at is cloud storage. That has now been integrated into our file manager. So you can access any cloud services. I have what I'll call the big three on here, Google Drive, Dropbox, OneDrive, uh, you can also access things such as NextCloud um, and other proprietary cloud storage services. As long as you can add the account to the BrailleNote Touch Plus and you have the latest update, you will see this in the file manager. So we're going to look at how can I save a file that I create maybe to Google Drive. I'm going to use Google Drive as kind of the main example. Um, that may be one of the most popular or most common services, but just know that you can use uh, this cloud storage integration with other cloud services as well. So we're going to look at how can we save something to a Google Drive? You don't need to share it from keyword anymore. And then how can I look at the files and folders in my Google Drive account? So. This extends to anything in My Drive, which is your personal Google Drive folder, anything in Shared With Me, or anything that you have starred. So no matter the environment you're in, whether you are a student in education and you have a shared folder with a teacher, or whether you are in a workplace setting, maybe you have a shared Google Drive folder with your colleagues, or if you just have a shared Google Drive folder or file uh, with your family or friends. Um, I have heard of people using this for grocery lists and things of that nature. So this is a way that's going to make accessing those files much, much easier. Speech on. All right, we have speech, 
we are, as my colleague Chris Ann likes to say, cooking with gas. So let's cook with that gas. We're going to first jump into the keyword program. That is our word processor. Word processor, keyword. And I jumped there just by pressing W. Um, the Braille note, as its many predecessors, have, enjoys first letter navigation. So I just pressed the letter W to jump there. Alert, keyword did not close last session properly. Oh, well, we Bottom, discard, time. keyword, create. All right. So that message came up as there was a file previously opened, which I just closed. I'm now ready to create my file. Edit box, end of document. All right. I'm going to type hello, hello. ACB. We, we are having, having a ton, a ton of, fun. of fun. And for those punctuation geeks among you, I put an exclamation point just to emphasize my point and how much fun we're having. All right. So... I've typed my file. I'm ready to save it into Google Drive. So the process here for the saving aspect to the Touch Plus has changed a little bit. And folks who first encounter it can find it a little bit confusing. So we're just going to walk through it together. And I'll show you that it doesn't need to be confusing at all. It's very, very intuitive and easy and filled with lots of shortcuts to make this efficient. So I'm going to access the save dialog by pressing space with S. Minute file name edit box, new document. Documents. New edit box, edit box, end of document. Okay. So we are in the uh, bottom. Hang on here. We're gonna edit go. box, end of document. Okay. So we're in the file name edit box, new, box. new document. We're in the new file name box, and by default, of course, they call it new document, but that is a really boring name, and I want to change it to something way more interesting. So I'm going to call this Deleted. ACB 2022. 2022. Okay, I've named my file. Now, I'm going to scroll through. And so you folks who are users of the Braille Note, or maybe you are considering a Braille Note, or maybe you have some exposure to it. We'll see what's available here. File type, drop down list, save. Here is the traditional save button. I'm just using a thumb key to get to it, but that doesn't tell us where uh, we want to save this. So this is where the location area has changed a little bit. Bottom, save to, drop down list, documents. So there is a breadcrumb kind of navigation here, and it says, drop-down list documents. This is telling me that if I pressed enter on save, it would save it to that location. But we are talking a lot about saving to cloud storage services. So to access the drive list, I'm gonna press space with the letter D. Drive selection, drive selection, documents. Okay, now what I'm doing is I've just pressed the outer right thumb key to scroll to these folders. If you can imagine that these are kind of pinned um, on are just a big long list. So we have documents. Downloads. Downloads. Storage, 39.33 gigabytes free. So storage is the traditional folder that you have seen on the BrailleNote Touch Plus previously. So it has alarms and books and Android. That is now in a just folder called storage listed in this drive selection. Drive, 
Business product specialist at gmail.com. And look what we have here, Drive. That is related to the Google Drive account. There is a humanware test account here, and it is listed right within this Drive list. All I did was press space with D and then scroll down to Drive. And I could have also pressed the letter D to get to it. So I'm going to press Enter. I can check out my Drive folder. So remember, we have many different places we can save this. We can save this into the My Drive folder. Remember, that's like your personal folder on Google Drive. Shared with me folder. Here's the shared with me, and that's any folder that someone else has shared with you. Starred folder. And then anything that you have starred, it gets put in its own special folder, and you could save your file there. So I'm going to just go back up into the My Drive folder. Shared with My Drive folder. I've just scrolled back up with the left thumb key to get to that. I'm going to press enter. List. My classroom folder. All right. So I have a classroom folder that's related to Google Classroom. CTEBVI 2022 Sweetening Presentation. Okay. So you can see that I have just a lot of different folders. If I just want to save this in my drive, I don't need to go into any further folders. Um, I'm going to press the shortcut now that will complete this action and save my file. So once you find your folder that you want to save to, you just press enter on the one you want. The new shortcut that we've introduced to kind of complete this process is backspace with A. So complete action. And also the Braille note has a built-in what we call context menu. So if you press and hold the square button on the front, you will also have this action available to you. And again, this is new. So if you're used to just pressing, you know, enter on save, you'll want to press backspace with A to complete this action. So I'm going to do that now. Edit box, end of document. See how fast that was? I just saved it. It's now up in my drive folder. Okay, so we've saved something directly to Google Drive. Now I'm going to go into the file manager and show you where you can find those files that we've just saved. So how can I look at what's available in my, my Google Drive? So we're going to close keyword. Keyword. Create. Okay. I'm going to go back to the main menu by pressing the circular button on the front of the Braille note. Main menu. Contacts. Key list. And I'm going to jump on down to the file manager by pressing the letter F. File manager. Key files. Key files. Brilliant by X. Okay, I'm pressing backspace and enter to stop the speech. Now it put me in my documents folder. And the way that I can confirm that that's where I am, I can press the command space with WH for where am I? Documents. That is a command that we've had in previous Braille notes, but we didn't make as much use of it as we do now. So space with WH, you can always press that to find out where you are. Space with D, we're going to make a lot more use of that command than you may have seen in previous versions of Keysoft. So we're in the documents folder. We need to navigate to Google Drive, just like we did in the save dialog for the word processor. I'm going to press space with D. Drive selection. And then I'm going to scroll through my various drives by pressing my outer right or next thumb key. Documents. Downloads. Recent. Okay, that's anything recently that you have saved or wanted to look in. Storage. 39.3 drive. 
blindnessproductspecialist at gmail.com. So you can see here that the listing of the folders and how it's set up or laid out is exactly the same as it was when you saved the file from the word processor. So you learn one command, space with D, and you're going to see the same folder structure in both places, whether you're in keywords trying to save a file or whether you're in the file manager. So it makes it very easy because you learn it one time and then you're able to use it in those two places. So remember, space with WH is where am I? Space with D will get you to the folder uh, that you're looking for. So I'm going to press enter on drive. My drive folder. Here's my drive. It's a folder. I'm going to press enter because that's where I saved my lovely ACB uh, 2022 file. List. Classroom folder. Okay, so it starts out by giving me classrooms and my classroom folder. And just like in the file manager that you're used to locally, you can do first letter navigation here. So I'm looking for my file. It's ACB 2022. I'm going to press A. A closer look at the Brilliant Bike 2022. Docs, 3.40 p.m., 7.4. 3.40 p.m. This must be on Pacific time. Crazy. Throw me off here. <clears throat> okay. So here is ACB 2022.docx. If I press enter, it's going to open it right in keyword. Edit box. End of document. So this was gotten from the cloud, and now it's in keyword. And if I make some changes to it and just press space with S, just like normal, it will save that back up into Google Drive. So you don't need to share kind of each new iteration of a file. It's just synchronized with Google Drive, as all files you put in that service are. And so that is Google Drive, and you can navigate and look at other files that you have in your cloud storage services right from within File Manager. So that is the integration that we now have between those two available options between local storage and cloud storage. Okay, so we will close keyword. Keyword, create. And I'm going to head to the main menu again, and we are going to look at the second and a big thing of related to the update, and that is navigating large documents. So if you work with books, with tables of contents, or you work with any type of manuals or user guides, anything that has links to either other parts of the documents or links maybe to the company's website if it's a manual, you can now navigate those in keyword. We've had support for you being able to insert headings and lists of various things like bullets and items, but we haven't been able to navigate those options until now. So I'm going to pull up a user guide here and show you how that works. Main menu, contacts. I'm going to head back to the file manager by pressing F. File manager, key files. Press enter here. Key files. Now remember, the last time I left key files, I was in Google Drive. So if I press space WH, drop down list, my drive. And it tells me exactly where I am. So to switch back to documents, I just do a quick space with D. Drive selection. Scroll down one time. Documents. And there's my documents folder. I'm going to press enter. Braille by X1. Okay, I'm going to stop the speech because that's a super long folder name. And now I'm going to look for the user guide. This is actually for the Victor Reader track. 
Texas Air 2022, Truck User Guide Docs, November 29th, 2020. And there it is. So I'm going to press enter. Loading. Budget box. New line. So now you have your document as normal. So you can scroll through it and read it in the way that's most comfortable for you. But in this case, this document has headings. It's marked up so folks can scroll through and navigate to the option or section that they need. If I press enter with V to pull up a visual preview, you can print from this doc this window dialog area now, and it makes the headings and links navigable. So I'm gonna press enter with V. Generating preview, generating preview. Now, depending on the size of your document, this could take a little while. Um, I'm loading a Trek user guide. That's a pretty large manual. Um, if you have a- Loading, loading, keyword, preview slash print. If you have a smaller document, it won't take as long to load, but here we are, we're loaded. So I'm gonna just scroll down to get us into the viewable area of the document here. Print, but Victor Reader Truck User Guide, Web View. So when you hear it say Web View, or if you are reading on your Braille display and it says Web View, just like in Google Chrome, you've probably seen that a lot if you use Chrome as a web browser on your Braille note, it says Web View. That means commands like navigating by links or headings. So L for link, H for heading will work here if those commands or this document structure has been if the document's been created with headings. One overview of Victor Reader Track, heading one. So I just pressed the letter H and it got me to heading one. Just like in Chrome, if I press dot one, it'll get me to the next heading one, if there is another one. Two basic functions, heading one. Okay. So it got me to the next heading one. If I press dot two, it'll get me to heading level two. 2.1 changing volume, speed, tone slash pitch, heading two. So that makes this incredibly simple to navigate in just like in Chrome. If I press L to jump to a link, getting guidance to a landmark section, link. So that is a link within the document. If I press enter on that. 9.10 getting guidance to a landmark, heading two. So that took me all the way from heading two, way at the top of the document, to heading nine, uh, which is getting guidance to a landmark. So this will work whether it's a link to someplace internal to the document or if you have a link to a website. If there's a link to a website in the document, you can press enter on that and Chrome will open up and then take you to the website. So this is a really nice feature if you work with documents that have been marked up with headings, uh, links, and any other navigable elements. I'm going to close keyword now, and we're going to head on to the next feature of the brand, well, not brand new, but new update for the Braille note. Victor Reader Truck User Guide. Edit box. New line. Keyword. Create. And I've just pressed space with E to close the preview window and close keyword itself. Main menu. Contacts. Key list. So... We have received a lot of feedback from our customers, and that's what we want. We want feedback. Um, this next feature comes to us courtesy of that feedback and courtesy of programs that we've had on previous note takers. So this is a new PowerPoint reader. So if you are 
working with a lot of PowerPoint presentations. I've seen this a lot in education. I work with PowerPoint a lot myself for my job. And I know that being able to read a presentation is something that people have really been wanting and using uh, when it's available. We had this option available on a previous note taker, and we have now introduced it to the RailNote Touch Plus. It is called Key Slides. So again, that Keysoft navigability is present, and you are able to read any PPTX file. So if you have PPTX, which is the modern PowerPoint file, if you have even a Google Slides presentation, you just need to save that as PPTX, and then you can read a PowerPoint file. So if you have images, um, they will come through, uh, but the only thing that comes through on the image is any alt text present. So the actual picture won't come through, but if there's alternative text, which is text that can be inserted to describe the image, like if you put a picture of a house or something in your presentation and you add alt text, which um, to make that accessible, it's really wonderful and inclusive for any screen reader user. It will say, you know, this is a picture of a gray house or however you, you decide to describe that picture. So in, for presenting, it doesn't make it very uh, visually pleasing and PowerPoint is a very visual program, but it does if you just need to read the contents and view it, this is a fantastic way to do so. So this is called Key Slides. It's available in your all applications menu after you update and any PPTX file uh, that you have, uh, it will read. So I'm gonna open up my file manager here. File manager, key files. Key files, track user guide. Okay. So it left me on the uh, track user guide document because that's where I last was. So I'm gonna jump into folder here. Top. Brilliant by brilliant BIX folder. I'm sure, sure. Folder. points in here. Snapshot videos, folder, user guides, folder, braille reader curing differences. Docs, at braille terminal tools underscore v2.5 brilliant by x series sales and dealer training. PPTX. Okay. So we have, um, again, any any PowerPoint uh, will work. Brilliant menu structure. Docs, February 20th. We're going to jump back here. Holes. Griffin equation. All kinds of files in here. So I'm just going to check for Prices. a search. quick file here for a PPTX. And this will search uh, the folder a that I equation have. Text, clear query, no matches in documents. Okay, we're going to clear query, search. Jump to a different folder here for a lovely PowerPoint. Drive selection, documents, downloads, search. Keysoft underscore apps. Okay. Search. Edit box. And something that you can do as well, which we've had in the previous models, but since I'm making use of it, but I tell you guys, the space with F, that really helps for uh, searching your files. Um, I know that as folks updated, sometimes they found their files weren't in the places that they expected. So they were wondering, you know, how can I find my files and where are they? So being able to search the file list that you have, so whether it's your folder or your uh, folders that you're looking for, it's now very, very easy to do that.
Um, so we're going to jump in here. I have a government activity, a PPTX file. Press enter. Speech on. And we have. Open with key slides. Top. So the first time you open a PowerPoint file, it will ask, you know, what application do you want to open with? Now you can read this in the third party PowerPoint app from Microsoft, um, but you would then have to make use of the touchscreen to swipe between different slides, and this makes that a non-concern if you use key slides. Just one always button. So I'm going to tell it that I just want to open a PowerPoint presentation just, just once with key button. slides. Key slides, index, web view. So we are now presented with an index. Um, it says web view because if the slides are links, you can always press L to jump to that, but I'm just going to scroll through. Slide one, link, slide two, link. Okay. So a lot of these are links and I'm going to press enter. We'll go on slide, slide one. It's slide one, web view. Okay. So I've just pressed enter on that from the list. So you can see there's a nice linear format to this. Instructions. And here is the instructions for this particular uh, presentation. You will use the card sort link to create two digital posters, one depicting a country with a limited government, the other depicting a country. We're going to hit pause. So this was a presentation that I was working with as I was helping a teacher uh, work with key slides with her students. So this is an actual um, educational presentation here. And you can see that there are links, there's headings. Um, we'll show you that there are keyboard commands to go quickly between slides. We have next and previous slide. You can go to a slide number. So if you need to go to slide four in your presentation, that's possible. So again, I'm gonna pull up that context menu, either space with M or press and hold the square. Context menu, enter with dots two. Four. Okay, so the speech is giving you the shortcut first and then telling you what it does. So I'm gonna stop that and flip it around. The previous slide shortcut, enter with dots two, four, and six. So an OW sign. The next slide, enter with one, three, five. Enter with O, next enter with I, go to index slide. So if you need to quickly get to the beginning of all of the slides, you have a quick shortcut, enter with I. Space within, show slash hide notes. Okay, if you have any speaker notes, accompanying your presentation. That's how you can show and hide them for your viewing. Enter with G, go to slide. Okay, and that's go to slide. So as I mentioned, if you need to get to a slide and maybe it's a large presentation, you can quickly enter with G, type in your slide number, press enter, and it will immediately take you there. Bottom. And that's it. So there's not too many commands in this application, but the ones that are there uh, make navigating pretty simple. So I'm gonna hit the back button. Key slides. Digital. Okay. We are going to go to the next slide. Slide two, web view. Enter with O, slide two. Picture object, Google shape, 60, P14, picture object, Google shape. Okay. So I was letting that play out a little bit to let you see or hear what an image does without alt text. It just says picture and it gives you me a shape and gives me a lot of nonsense. So that's what happens without alternative text but it does let you know that there is a picture present. Okay, lots more pictures on this slide. So I'm gonna flip to the next slide, enter with O. Slide three, web view, next button. 
Scroll on to the next one. That must have been a blank one. Slide four, web view, previous button. Okay, so all these slides, no matter what their contents, um, you can flip through them. I'm going to go to the previous slide. I'm just using shortcuts. Again, you can use the context menu if you'd like. Slide three, web slide two, web view, slide one, web view. Very quick. If I want to, I'm just going to show you real fast the going to a slide number. I'm going to do enter with G. Alert, go to slide number, go, close. I'm going to type box. in number four. I'm press enter. Four, key slides, slide four, web view. Very fast. So again, reading presentations, viewing them. This is all possible now with key slides, and it will appear in your all applications menu when you update. And if you are curious as to how to update, you head to all applications, head to key updater. So you will need to be connected to a wireless network and key updater will alert you that an update is ready and then you can choose to uh, download it and then install it. So if you haven't gotten those pop-ups or you got it but you didn't have time to install it at the moment, to install it when you're ready, just head to All Applications and Key Updater. Index, Web View, Key Files, Government. Okay, so that is Key Slides. The last big feature of the BrailleNote Touch Plus that has come out in this KeySoft update is a great enhancement to foreign languages. So. I know in school, and I'm sure many of you, as you were going through school, had to learn a foreign language, and doing so is great. However, the Braille to print and print to Braille phenomenon was probably a big old tangle of wires. Um, I know I definitely had some interesting times trying to get my, I took Spanish in high school and college, and trying to get those to uh, translate correctly was, I feel like I had to give my teacher like a key, like a map key, because I had so many different symbols and different things uh, that didn't make a lot of sense. So now with uh, the Braille Note, which is the only device to have these learning tables, they are available from the Braille Authority of North America. So for the longest time, we were all using something called Method 2, at least in the US and the UK, it's uh, probably Method 3, so we're switching spots over here and now we are on method three so what that allows you to do if you're using a braille note you can write in uncontracted ueb braille for all of your foreign language needs the only thing that you'll need to do to get the foreign language to translate properly is write the accent so just like your sighted peers or your sighted colleagues when they need to write, you know, accents, I'm going to use Spanish as the example. English, I'm sorry, French and German are also supported. So you have Spanish, French, and German that supports these new tables that all you need to do is write in uncontracted UEB Braille. Your punctuation marks are the same, your capitalization. You no longer need to do a four six for the period or dot three to capitalize things or the EN sign for the inverted question mark in Spanish at least. All you need to do is write the punctuation as you normally would and then write Spanish accents. And this applies when you are reading any type of Spanish Braille as well. So if it's a web page, if it's a document, if you're doing the writing, 
it will all show up correctly and it is a fantastic thing to behold. So um, to do that, you configure uh, a Braille profile, so a language profile on your Braille note, and you add Spanish as a language. And then under your literary Braille table, that's where you choose the Spanish table. So I'm going to show you just quickly how that's done. And then we will look at how we can write Spanish um, with just uncontracted UAB Braille and the Spanish accents. And you get to choose a Spanish voice as well. Main menu, contacts, key list. Start out, I'm going to hit space with O for options. Options menu. Configure language profiles. Press enter there. Select a language profile to configure. Bard. Okay, so I have a couple profiles here, and I'm going to head to my Spanish one that's already been configured so you can see how it's set up. English, Spanish. Press enter. Configure language profile. Spanish. So I named this Spanish. I'm going to just scroll through these options so you can see what's here. Braille Note Touch Acapella, Text-to-Speech Engine, Spanish, ESB, Inez Voice. Okay, so I have the Inez Voice in Spanish, and you can tell right now that that does not sound very Spanish-like, but just hang in there because it will. Normal, speech rate, literary Braille, preferred Braille grade for end literary English U.S. Literary Spanish Method 3 U.S. Literary Braille Table. Okay, so the speech was reading some of those a little bit differently. We passed the preferred Braille grade for entry, preferred Braille grade for display. Just leave those at literary Braille. The only thing you're going to change aside from the voice is the literary Braille table. I'm going to press enter. Literary Braille table, English. So interestingly enough, the Spanish method three that we need is in the English tables section. Literary Braille table. English Australia pre-unified. Okay, I'm going to hit backspace and enter to stop my speech. So I'm in the English Braille table section. Now I want to quickly get to the Spanish by pressing S. Spanish method two UK. Okay, so that's method two. That's for the UK. I'm going to scroll down one more time. Spanish method three US. And that is Spanish method three US. So if you press enter, like I'm going to do. Configure language profile. Spanish method three US literary Braille table. All right. I've chosen my real table. I've already chosen my voice. I'm going to go to the main menu. Main menu. Contact. And we're going to have some magic right here and right now by pressing enter with L to switch my language profile. Now, if you just have two, it'll toggle between them. I have three, so I'm going to choose the Spanish one from the list. Select language profile. Bard. Spanish. All right. I pressed S for Spanish. I'm going to press enter. Spanish. Main menu. Contact. Gay list. All right. So now we are going all kinds of off-roading because we have the Spanish voice Inez speaking English words. So your menus will not change. They will not change language because your region and your language on the tablet itself has not changed. You've just changing how you're going to read and write. Um, if you have any web pages, those will also be available uh, if you go to a Spanish web page. All of the lovely accents and, and if you choose to read with speech will be read in a Spanish voice and everything should be pronounced correctly. Um, so if you're wondering why the menus have not changed, it's because you have not changed the region and language, not really region, but language on the Android tablet side. If you do that, then everything will be in Spanish and 
I will need Google Translate or something to help you if you ever did that by accident. But jumping into keyword, because we're going to write something. Don't worry, we're not going to write too much because I don't know too much Spanish, unfortunately. But I know many of you out there do. And again, this works with Spanish, French, and German tables. Word processor, keyword. Keyword. All right, press enter. Keyword. Create. I am going to create a file. Edit box. End of document. So very similar to how we started out this presentation, deja vu, except we are now doing it in Spanish. So I'm just going to write hello, and I'm going to write an exclamation point after that. So capital sign dot six, H-O-L-A, exclamation point, hola. And it says it correctly. I'm going to write como estas as how are you? Okay. So for uh, question marks, now before it was E-N. If we are working in UAB, which we are, and you need to put a question mark at the beginning and the end of your question in Spanish. So for UAB, you're going to write uh, four or five for that punctuation indicator. Otherwise, you will be looking at a quote mark. Okay, five, six, and then I'm going to write capital sign C, the accented O. I'm sorry, the regular O, M, and then the accented O, which is the ING sign or what we would think of that. Como. Como. And then I'm going to write estas. And remember, we're using uncontracted braille, so I'm not going to write the ST sign because that would be an accented I and that would really make no sense. So I'm going to write EST, the accent sign for the A, which is the of sign. S, question mark. Estas. Okay. Pronounces it correctly, looks correct. And that is how you can read and write in Spanish. Again, this applies to web pages. It applies to any documents uh, that you have either downloaded or that you write yourself. And it just makes you as the language learner uh, much more able to learn the language without needing to translate a lot of Braille symbols. Um, if you are TVI, you work with a TVI, if you are a TVI, maybe on Zoom hearing this, um, the transcriptions of foreign languages should now become so much easier uh, when using this method. So you can use this method, put a document on the Braille note, and be able to read it in a foreign language. So that concludes the what is new with the Braille Note Touch Plus update. I want to stop here before we turn to the Brilliant and ask if there's any questions either. Hi there, my name is Linda Yaks. Nice to meet you. Hey, Linda. Um, I'm actually in the market for a product like this. How many Braille cells does this have? The Braille Note Touch comes in two models. It has an 18-cell version and a 32-cell version. And can you give me just a ballpark on the price? Yes. Uh, the prices for the Braille Note, 5795 for the Braille Note 32-cell and 4795 for the 18 cell brilliant and I, I understand that humanware has a loan program is that true whether you can pay payments yeah that's that's a payment plan that's different than a than a loan oh, yeah. program right okay a payment plan you have yeah that. A payment plan is a 12 months interest-free program that you can 
subscribe to or you, you process that through our website. Sure. And this product would qualify for that. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. Thank you. Abby, you can unmute. Hi, um, I am also in the market for a Braille Note Touch Plus. Well, I, I made a terrible mistake last, well, maybe not terrible, but I traded my Braille Note Touch Plus last year for a Braille Sense 6, which I'm not as happy with. So I'm considering switching back. But my question is about your um, feature that allows you to read larger documents that have headings and so forth. Would that work with an HTML document or does it just work with uh, word processing, DOCX, RTF, and so forth? Thanks. Yes, you're welcome. Yes, that should work with HTML uh, documents, you know, ones that have headings, because those are already kind of marked up uh, anyway. And those open, you can open those in Keyword? Um, you should be able to, yes. Okay. Well, that sounds great. that for you. Hey, guys. Uh, this is Beth, short for Elizabeth Beth. And uh, I was wondering, let's suppose that you're reading a news article could be anything, but I'll use that as an example. And you know that when you're reading something like that, you get these ads and you get these links and it drives you crazy. And there used to be a command, cord ER, for note takers to take you past the junk. Do you guys have that on the Touch Plus? Thank you. That's a great question. We don't have a command to jump directly to like non-linked text. Um, the quickest way I would say is, uh, navigate by headings, depending on the article, you know, press one for heading one, and that should jump you past all of the top navigation levels, links, and get you straight to the text of the article. Okay, Diane Harms. Hi, um, I, a question I have is, with the Braille Note Touch, if you get, let's say, a large email, and it's, it's just, you know, like a text document, so it's, there's no headings or links or um, it's just a text document and an email. Is there a way to, if you want to find part of it, to is there a way to do a find command? You should be able to hit space with F for find. Okay. If, so if you're directly in the email, you should be able to do that? Yes. And what about, um, can you also copy text from an email if you want to copy part of it? of text and put it in, in your word processing document? Yes, and actually I just tested, so the space with F um, actually does not work in the emails, it'll work in file manager, word processor, things like that. Um, so if you need to search the email, you can highlight the uh, place that you want to start uh, selecting, your speech does need to be on for this. Um, so you highlight it, enter with S, go down to where you want to stop highlighting, enter with S again, and then you can copy everything in that buffer and then paste it into a Word document, and that would probably be the best way to search for or through your email. Okay, next we have Krista. My question is regarding the file profiles. Would something like that work in an app like Duolingo to learn languages? Um, so the Braille profiles are just related to the Braille note. So if you wanted to switch maybe to Spanish, um, you could. And then anything that would be put into English would probably just be in the uncontracted Braille. So it'd probably be the, the best way to do that. Philandra. Philandra. Um, I had a uh, call like this before, but I was under the impression 
that you don't necessarily have have to have internet to hook up with it. Do you? I'm so sorry, Calandra. Would you mind repeating your question, please? Um, if if you have this product, I was under the impression that you don't have to be an internet user to use it. No, you do not. You do not have to use the internet at all with this product if you don't want to. That is completely optional. That's all yours. About the show specials for the Braille Note and other select products before we move yeah, on. Yeah, before, before Rachel moves on to the Brilliant uh, line of Braille displays, we should note that we do have a show special for ACB on select products. The Braille Note Touch Plus 32 and the Braille Note Touch Plus 18 do qualify for a 10% discount. So I did reference the, the, re the retail pricing earlier for the Braille Note Touch 32 at 5,795. Our show special for ACB is $5,215. And for the Braille Note Touch Plus 18 cell, our retail price 4,795 uh, with a 10% discount that comes to $4,315. And we will honor this, this pricing uh, through July 15th, and that all you would have to do is reference the ACB show discount if you choose to call in and place an order for those two items. So, Rachel, it is your show. All right, let's jump to the Brilliant BI-40X. Um, we also do have a 20-cell version, but they do operate the exact same way. The differences in, you know, physical characteristics, the Brilliant BI-40 has command keys. These are circular keys along the sides of the device, if you will, and they are for navigation. So the BI-40 has these, the 20 does not. The BI-40 also does not have an SD card because it has a larger internal storage. And the 20 does have an SD card, but no command keys because it's a smaller unit. So the BI-40, which is we're going to use that, is an intelligent Braille display that we have developed um, for those who've used the old Brilliance, uh, you may know that, that those devices could connect to a computer or a phone uh, just as a terminal. And we have seen the market change and grow over the years that the Brilliance uh, has been around. So we have put out this product um, that has some intelligence in addition to connectivity. Now, normally, I would save what's coming until the end. However, what is coming is going to really aid us in this demo. Um, as we know, rail displays are tough to demo unless you are able to get your hands on one and follow along. So what is coming is the text to speech. So that will be available the week of August 1st. And we are going to make use of that now. So this demo is not me repeating everything I read on the Braille display and all of you falling asleep because that would be super sad. All right, we're going to... Editor, keypad, Oops. terminal. All right. This is the 
text to speech. So this is what's coming. We'll kind of start out with that and then we'll kind of go back and tell you a little bit about what the what the brilliant is and what it can do. So text to speech be here the week of August 1st. You have two English voices, Will and Sharona. You have a French voice, Margot, and a Spanish voice, Rosa. And those are the voices um, that you will have available. I am using the voice Will, and uh, just know that that is uh, one of your options. So now that we have that awesomeness out of the way, the Brilliant 40, when you turn it on, it presents you with a menu. So uh, because the, this has options of things that you can do, um, programs that you have access to, uh, they are put in a linear menu, much like the Braille Note. We say that the Brilliant runs Keysoft Lite, and that is just a kind of, if I want to say mobile version or lighter version of everything that the Braille Note offers. This is a note taker of sorts. Uh, you do have an editor. Editor. Keypad. This is a keypad editor. So I would liken this to a scratch pad. You can write text files in here only, but you have the option to read a lot of different file formats. So DOCX, uh, BRF, uh, HTML will work on here. So you have a lot of options for reading. Writing though, you can only write in text. So scratch pad and pretty basic functionality. Braille editor, key birth. So you have braille editor, key birth, which is not very, um, helpful and is key brf we have this program available on the braille note as well so this is for opening brf files that you already have or creating brf files if that is a format brf stands for braille ready format if that is a file format that you choose to work in so no translation your braille is how your braille is and we have heard from many, many people that that is something that they really desire in a Braille display. So we have put that option in there and, and it is available to you. Victor Reader. So you hear the option called Victor Reader. That is the library portion of the Brilliant because you can download books onto this machine. It has wireless access. You can download books like um, from NFB Newsline, the Braille Collection from NLS Bard, and Bookshare. And when you do, all of that content is loaded into the library that we call Victor Reader. File Manager, K-Files. Because there is internal storage on this device, it has 32 gigabytes. You can transfer files on here. Again, you have lots of formats to choose to read. And then if you write any files on here, they will be saved in this file manager key files. Calculator. There's a calculator. We've called it key calc, just like the Braille note. Date and time. Here's your date and time. I'm just using a thumb key to scroll through the menus to give you an idea of what is here. Options. Okay, we have the options. That's where all of your settings are. So um, you can connect to a wireless network, of course, for downloading books, for updating the software. You can go through Bluetooth devices here and delete them if you no longer need them. This device connects up to five Bluetooth devices and one USB connection. So any of your customizations, 
you have Braille profile options. So much like the language profiles on the Braille note, um, you have the option to add additional Braille tables on here of various languages and formats. Online services. Online services. That is where all of your Bookshare, NFB Newsline, NLS Bard, that's where all of those accounts are. So if you're searching those libraries, if you're configuring accounts, if you're syncing content from NFB Newsline, that is where you do all of those tasks are from online services. User guide. There is a user guide right here on the main menu. Power off. And a power off option. Terminal. And the first option is terminal. So this helps uh, you connect to external devices. And in that, so over the last update, which came out in June, we have added a lot of ease of use and efficiency to the Braille note. I'm uh, sorry, the Brilliant. So if I, for instance, um, and those who have used our note takers previously will be familiar with this key combination. So if I want to quickly get to my Victor Reader, I can press backspace enter with V. Open. Loading. Okay, it's loading up. Book list. Okay, and it immediately got me to my book list in Victor Reader. If I want to quickly get to my keypad, I can press backspace enter with E. Create file. It immediately opens up that menu so I can create a file. I'm going to go back to the main menu to show you something else. Terminal. There's a circular button on the front of this device, just like on the brown note, that gets you to the main menu. So if I want to get to, um, to create a note really fast, we've introduced this in a prior version, but you can just press backspace with N. And it's so fast, it, it, didn't, even, it didn't even have time to say anything. I now just have a blank line here that I can write into. Hello. This is the... Brilliant. Talking. Okay. So, hello, ACB. This is the Brilliant Talking. So, I just did space with, or backspace with N, created my new note, and then I started typing right away. Terminal. If I needed to quickly create um, a Braille file or head to the Braille editor, backspace uh, with B. Create. Okay. Then I could create really fast, and then it opened up a blank file for me to type in Braille. So we've added a lot of shortcuts and um, efficiencies for navigating the Brilliant. That was some things that our customers mentioned they would really like to have uh, rather than going you know, back to the main menu and even using first letter navigation, they still found that pressing backspace and enter to access the file or task or program that they wanted would be faster. So we added those capabilities. Also, if you need to connect to Bluetooth, we've now added the ability to put the Brilliant in discovery mode just by pressing a key. So if you hold down the enter key uh, for five seconds, it will tell you to activate your device. So very easy to put in discovery mode. Also, if you are connected to, to multiple Bluetooth devices, I know a lot of us have maybe iPads or phones or other tablets or computers, and uh, we want to connect to those devices and then switch between them. Maybe I'm 
on my iPad writing an email and I get a text message on my phone that I want to respond to. All I need to do is press the uh, next thumb key with the previous thumb key and go to those different terminal. devices. So I'm going to go to terminal. Connected devices. USB and connection. And scroll here. Rage. HCALAP 268. And that was almost too fast for me. Oh, my goodness. It's wild. Okay, so I press the next. Um, if I press the uh, next thumb key and the inner right. Okay, whoops. We're going to jump over here now. Humanware mobile. Okay. HCALAP 268. Okay, so you have, you have different... Um, options or devices here. So we've just used a couple of the thumb keys and you can switch between uh, connected Bluetooth devices. So if I'm connected to one, if I press the thumb key combination, I will be connected to another. I'm not connected to either of them at the moment. Uh, that is why you heard a lot of beeps going on. Okay. Terminal. There's a couple of things that we've added to the settings and this relates to if you were connected to a computer. So a quick way that folks like to connect their braille display to a computer is through USB. Of course, it supports Bluetooth, but sometimes it's easier to just plug in a USB cable and set up your screen reader and get connected. What we have done is you are able to connect to uh, USB and there's a setting called ask to enable USB. If this is on, all this does is it kind of makes your Braille display plug and play. You plug it in through USB, your screen reader immediately recognizes it, and you have Braille. So shouldn't be all that fuss about um, you know, connecting, uh, choosing it, and just making sure it's all set up. So we've kind of simplified that process. You are also able to disable the Perkins keyboard. If you are using this on your desk and you say, you know, I just need to have access to my QWERTY keyboard, but I want to use the Braille. So you can disable the Perkins keyboard and that helps avoid accidental bumps or activations. And then you can just read Braille and use your computer's keyboard to control the PC. Editor, keypad. Okay. Something else that we have introduced, kind of a, a big one is the audio support. So what this is, is this allows you to read unprotected DAISY 2 files. So I know Bookshare has started an, an operation, it may still be in beta, um, of human narrated books or of audio books themselves in DAISY format. So on Bookshare's site, if you head to your account and your preferences and you change your download format um, for Daisy Books to audio, then a Daisy Book, if it is available in audio, you can download it from Bookshare. You can put it on the Brilliant, and then you can read it in the Victor Reader. So this is different from just going to the Bookshare option that's already on the Brilliant and downloading a Daisy Book. Right now, we only have support for Daisy Text. But if you want to get a DAISY audiobook and you're a Bookshare member or you have DAISY 2 files from other sources, there is tutorials that are available in DAISY 2 audio. You can download those, put them on a flash drive, put them on your Brilliant, or, um, and then you can access those. 
um, I say, or because you can also plug your Brilliant into your computer. It shows up as a removable drive along with being a Braille display. So it does double time. And then you can connect, uh, you can transfer those DAISY2 files from your computer onto your Brilliant. So I'm going to show you how that will sound. So at first, I'm going to head into my Victor Reader. Victor Reader. Misery. Better start talking faster. You guys just got to listen faster. That's really what it is. All right, I'm going to press enter. Book list. Android Central August 01. All right, we're going to stop that speech. So this book list in the Victor Reader has all of the content. So I have some NFB Newsline stuff in here. I have some Bookshare stuff. I have some Daisy stuff. So all of this is in one big folder. I know what I'm looking for, though. I'm looking for the... Braille Note Touch Plus Audio Tutorial. We have a Braille Note Touch Plus Audio Tutorial done by the wonderful folks at Mystic Access. They do excellent tutorials, and they have helped us with a number of our products over the years. So if you're looking for tutorials, a comprehensive technology you know, explanations of the devices, they are the ones to go to. So here's this tutorial that's in my book list. I'm going to press enter. Braille Loading. The sections within these parts are navigable at level two, and subsections can be moved through at level three. Braille Note Touch Plus Audio Tutorial. So that was a little part of the tutorial. You just press enter on it, and then it starts loading. And you have level navigation, so you can go level one or level two, and you can navigate by those, and that is available to you. Again, the different uh, books from Bookshare, I believe I have one of those. Let's see if I do. Braille, a second treasury of knitting patterns. Okay, so I'm back in my book list. San Francisco, Cro San Francisco Chronicle, Snow, Walsh, San Francisco, Snow Crash. Okay, so I've downloaded the book Snow Crash from Bookshare. That's kind of a sci-fi tech thriller. If I press enter. Loading. His uniform is black as activated chart. Snow Crash. Okay, so... This is an Audible audio book from Bookshare, Daisy audio format. So if you have that service, definitely recommend downloading any Daisy 2 files that you can find. And you can then access those on your Brilliant. So that is the audio support that we have. And along with the speech, I think it's going to be a real great hybrid device for those maybe who are maybe learning Braille, for instance, um, because you have different speech settings. I'm going to show you those. Terminal. So we're going to go into our options menu. User settings. So here is user settings. Language profile. Speech settings. So when this comes out, you'll have a speech settings option. That's not present currently, but it will be in uh, about a month or so. Speech. On. Okay. That's pretty um, basic. We have speech on or off. Speak menu on. Okay. So you heard that when I was in the menus, it said terminal and editor. If you didn't want that because you can read it in Braille and you felt comfortable doing that, you could turn this option off. Speak word under cursor on. So speak word under cursor, which means if I write a word and then I route my cursor to it, it will speak that word. Speak display content after panning. Off. Okay. So I have that off, which means if I'm reading something in the editor or in maybe Victor, um, when I pan my Braille display, it's not going to speak it. But if you want the speech in all 
aspects, you would enable this. Echo delete off. Okay. Echo delete is just when you delete something, does it say, you know, deleted? Keyboard echo words. And you have the keyboard echo, much like you do in any screen reader or any of a, a note takers. You can just press the space bar to change that. I have it set to words, but you could have it set to characters or characters and words or nothing at all or words. Voice selection. All right. This is what we talked about just briefly. You have voice selection. System voice. Will. Okay. So the system voice is will. Additional voice. Will. Okay. So I have them set to the same thing or, but you can change this to maybe Sharona or uh, that's the other English voice. Or if you're working in Spanish, you could change that to Rosa. Or if you're working in French, you could change that to Margot. Close. Okay. We'll close that option. Voice. Close. Okay. And that is the last option in speech settings. So not too many settings here, but this gives you some customization. You can adjust the rate of speech as well. Speed two, speed three, speed four. Okay. It's getting pretty uh, fast there. And you can just go back down. Speed three, speed two, speed one. Speech on. Okay. So we're back in the settings. Terminal. Okay. So if I head to the editor here, maybe I'll make a note. Computer Braille. Oh, that is totally not what Terminal. I wanted to do. Uncontracted Braille. I switched my Terminal. grade of Braille by accident. Contracted I love Braille. when that happens. All right. Terminal. So there's my note. Okay, so if I write. Hello. Okay, just written the word hello and hit the space bar. And you can see here that that key echo. Hello. Set to words. Now, the reason it said hello again was I route I routed the cursor with a cursor key under that word. So that's why I say great for learning Braille. Um, if there's a contraction someone encounters, they're not sure what it is. And they can absolutely put that cursor under the word and uh, it should tell I you. was. So I wrote the word was. Was. Okay. I routed my cursor there and it said was. So great way to learn Braille and just remind yourself if there's a contraction you're not sure of or one that you haven't seen before. So again, text-to-speech is coming the week of August 1st. I know we've seen a lot of excitement and a lot of buzz about that. But those are some of the new features that have been released on the Brilliant BIX line available for both the 20 and the 40. I know we're coming up on time. Are there any questions for the, from those either in person or on Zoom? Jennifer, feel free to unmute. Okay, I believe I had a Braille note. I believe it was called ATAX and the key broke off. And it is my understanding that Braille ATAX are not being made anymore or something. What is the closest product that I could get that is like the Braille ATAX? If, I, if I'm remembering correctly, that's what it was called that I have. Yeah. Yep, you are correct. The Braille Note Apex is no longer supported. Um, but I would say either the Brilliant 20 or the Brilliant 40 would be the closest that you could get to a simple product that's easy to use and offers minimal note-taking capabilities. Okay, next we'll go to Fran. Hi, Rachel. Um, 
I have a BIX20 I bought last summer. I absolutely, absolutely love it. And I'm really looking forward to the text-to-speech because sometimes I type really fast. And I don't know if the, the cursor, the whatever, can't keep up, but sometimes letters right over top of one another. And I'm looking at it going like, what is this? You know, so I'm looking forward to the text-to-speech because I'll hear what it's doing. And I'll be like, whoa, you know, I can back it up and redo it before I, you know, get too far. I'm just saying, if anybody's looking for a device, this is it. This is, I call mine Einstein because it's smarter than I am. <laughs> Fran, couldn't set her better myself. I'm just going to sit back and let you uh, do the talking. <laughs> Thank you so much. Th thanks for the comments, Fran. We do, before we go back to Zoom, we do have a question in the room. I have too many questions. You could do a seminar just answering my questions, but I'll come to the booth. Later. We're here. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Um, the, uh, the, the most pressing question that I have um, is I am frustrated with two things. Um, first of all, when I'm writing and I'm taking notes, sometimes I'll be writing along and I don't think I'm going that fast. And all of a sudden what I'm writing will end up either in a search box or it'll disappear or I'll think I'm writing and all of a sudden it's not there or else um, the unit will, uh, it, it locks and you can't write anymore. And the other thing I'm having when I'm reading, when I had my apex, I used to be able to go by dots. Like if I just self-navigated a document and I would type a, a period and that's like the end of the sentence. I used to be able to go and um, you know, do either a space dot for or something, and it would go through by sentences. And there just doesn't seem to be any of that with the touch plus. And then this, this jumping around of text is really irritating. And I don't know what to do about it and locking. Do you have any advice? I would say that you could, um, I'm sure you've tried restarting the unit. Um, that Sure, sure. Um, the other thing to do if you you can is we could always look at um, your keyboard case. Um, if it's locking up, it could be a keyboard case uh, difficulty that you're encountering. So uh, we can definitely take a look at that. Yeah, if you could like come by our booth tomorrow with your unit and maybe show us some of the issues that you're having, I think we, we would be happy to spend some time with you. Thank you for that. Uh, other Zoom questions? Mom? Yes, we'll take Mary Beth. Hi, I just have a quick question um, about the ask command in the Brilliant, the one with the USB. Is that on the update or is that available now? And, it, and what is the command? What's the keyboard command for it? Sorry, uh, which command? The, the one where that um, it makes the USB connection almost automatic. Is that the ask command? Is that oh, what yes. it's called? Yes, that is the ask to open USB, and that's available now in your settings. And what what is what is the command? The keyboard thing for it? The keyboard? There's no keyboard command for it. You go into your brilliant uh, user settings. And it's called okay. ask to ask to open USB connection, and that's off. And if oh, it's okay. on, it'll just assume when you plug it into your computer that you want to access Braille. 
Oh, good, because I've been putting off using it as a display because I didn't feel like setting it up. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, before we go into any other questions, I just want to uh, mention to the the lady who asked about HTML documents. I don't have one to test, but be um, and I want to test before I say that we can open and navigate by HTML documents. I'm fairly certain we can, but I will test that. So um, please feel free to to send me a note or something and, and contact me and, and we can confirm that. But I just wanted to make sure that I provide accurate information. So, all right, any other questions? Okay, Jason. Okay, I would like to know, with the Brilliant, um, is there a way, if you plug it into the computer, can you copy an email or something from the computer and then paste it onto the Brilliant? Yes, save you it can. Yes, once you copy it, it shows up as a removable drive. Once you plug it into the computer, it just shows up in your Windows Explorer as a removable drive, and you can copy any text onto it or files onto it. That's all our questions. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you for joining either on Zoom or in person to this session. And uh, if you're here, stop by the booth. And from all of us here at HumanWare, we hope you have a wonderful convention. Thank you. Thank you.